Hello. It's Christy Gray, your newest hype girl and astrologer. Welcome to the Cosmic Hotline. Hi, wonderful, and welcome to this week's episode of the Cosmic Hotline. This episode is a juicy one. We're joined by Jen King, who is the author behind the book Cosmic Numerology. Before we kick off this conversation, I need to share something with you because I shared this with Jen when we first connected. I was browsing the shelves of Target and I was looking for a book, something to inspire me, and her book just popped out at me out of almost nowhere. I have never really been into numerology and I think it's because I didn't really know where to begin. But I also know that so many of you have felt like that when you first started working with astrology. And I love not only Jen's aesthetic with this book, but also its simplicity, but it also has depth and it's definitely become a staple on my shelf. So much so that I have it in my repertoire of books I pull from for client recommendations. In all honesty, I'm just a huge fangirl of Jen. I love that she gives us insight into her journey today. She also gives us the 411 on what really is cosmic numerology and how do you work with it. Plus, she gives us insights into the upcoming new moon in Libra and everything you need to know about it. You submitted some questions via Instagram and we're answering three listener questions at the end. I've absolutely loved having this conversation with Jen and I'm going to hand over the mic to her. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a treat to be with you. I'm also a big fangirl of yours and discovering each other has been a great event in my life. I'm really happy to properly meet you. Do you know what? So Jen and I actually were chatting way before we hit record and (laughs) we've got so much in common and I love that because we were chatting about this as well is that in the spiritual community it's that you know things can get a little lost and people can lose their way and it's so nice to meet somebody that is really real. From the moment I picked up your book I was like this is practical I can integrate it into my life. Plus, you also have this wealth of experience in so many other areas, I think, because that was something I found on my own journey as I was obsessed with all these different things before I found astrology. Yeah. And I and I have to allow those parts into my life as well. I think that's what I love when I was reading your story. You've had all these other passions in your life and you've done all these other things and that they all culminate together to actually create who you are today and what you've birthed into the world. And I think birthing a book is a pretty epic feat. So I love it. It really is. And it's funny you say that. And thank you so much for your perceptions around the book, because yes, I really believe in these kinds of works like astrology, numerology, tarot, whatever it is you're talking about, spiritual stuff. Practical is a big theme. To me, it has to be usable. It has to make sense it has to be simple not because it needs to be talking down to anyone but because it needs to be applicable to everyday real life otherwise it's useless in my opinion so to see that when people interact with the book and interact with my work that they're they're getting that it feels practical it's usable it's not super obscure 
in that way is like really, really, it just lights me up to hear that. It's a funny thing as well when you're somebody who everybody is multidimensional. We're all multidimensional, right? We all have lives within lives within lives. And we all, we're not, never just one thing. I like to think of myself as a Renaissance woman because that sounds so cool. (laughs) Way cool. Renaissance woman. You know, we're full spectrum beings. I'm not just a numerologist. You're not just an astrologist. I've studied spirituality and esoteric things and numerology and astrology and all the stuff like since I was 13 years old. And I'm 43 now. So that's 30 years of of reading a million books and doing courses and trainings and all kinds of stuff. But I've also lived other lives. I've had normal jobs. I'm, you know, I was working in the film and television industry for a really, really long time, like most of my adult life up until about age 35, when I sort of finally walked away from that world and went deeper into the world that I'm in now, which is all of the witchy stuff, all the numerology and everything like that. But also I've studied aromatherapy and did like a clinical qualification in that. And I'm about to graduate as a herbalist as well. And for me, like all of those things are actually really related because we're talking about energies, right? If you're talking about planets or or star signs or astrology points or numerology, numbers, tarot, whatever, that's energetic stuff. And herbs and aromatics like plants, are also energetic as are humans so to me that's like a a circle of magic all of those things relate and I I really wanted to make sure that that stuff went in the book obviously on a low-key level if you're going to have a herb have have a herbal cup of tea otherwise see a herbalist because you know self-medicating with herbs isn't always the best idea either um, unless you're just having a, a cuppa. I love being able to relate things to each other. And that's why I like to look at the numbers and the planets that rule them because the planet influence is so strong in astrology and the planets also connect to the numbers. And so to me, that's like a beautiful marriage, bringing those two worlds, those two languages together. I'm all about combining stuff and and connecting stuff the connections between things that are really interesting how something relates to something else I'm sure you look at that when you look at someone's chart and you're looking at their their sign and whatever they've got what their chiron is what their what their north node is and you're like oh this is how it relates to like your body and you probably know about the plants that relate to the planets and all that stuff too so I love how broad you can go with it but at the same time I, I really feel really strongly that kind of information has to still be easy enough to ingest without giving you a headache right absolutely yeah. absolutely and I think that that's what I loved so much is when I started learning about my personal numbers is that I remember a previous numerology book that I'd purchased and picked up and at the end of working out all these numbers I was like what even number is this like there. <laughs> <laughs> How many are there? How are they relevant? And how does this relate to my life? Whereas I'm just so obsessed with space and astrology. That was what really drew me in that area. I also want to have an understanding of numerology. So when I picked up your book, Cosmic Numerology, 
I already have an understanding of the planets and astrology. So you'd already hooked me in. And then I was like, oh, this is actually really simple. So once I'd actually worked out all my numbers, so I worked out like what day of the week I was born, which is my number. And then I worked out everything that you outlined in the book and I actually keep that in the notes app on my phone. So I've got access to that. But what makes it so simple is there's only three numbers. And so for me, I can just keep reviewing that if I feel pulled to look at it or if a client asks me, I just then point them straight in your direction. Yeah. And you can, and that's a good thing too, is that you can look at other people with it as well and it's not overly complicated the three aspects that are in the book are like your kind of core main aspects and you know I feel like to go through every single point and every single number that a person like if I was going to do somebody's chart there's like 10 aspects that I look at like with an astrologer where you're looking at so many aspects right but that's too much information all at once if I was going to do a book with all of them it would be three volumes (laughs) it's too much and that stuff that the other aspects get a bit more complicated in like how we work them out why they are that way blah 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 so the three main ones in the book are the most important things you need to know like almost like your sun sign your rising sign your moon sign kind of thing right your main core from those three you can learn so much about yourself and you can learn so much about how you can work with the energies that you've got not just oh this is what you're like but this is how you can bring out the best in yourself and how you can be fulfilled by experiencing the things in life that resonate with your energy and avoiding stuff that doesn't not trying to like square peg yourself into a round hole and I think that's the great thing about the spiritual tools that allow you to do that like what you're sharing with us because as soon as you have that radical self-acceptance and then you go hang on a minute why have I been trying to focus on this area of my life for this part of myself which isn't necessarily where I could get the biggest bang for my buck. It just makes life easier. And then you have the ability to stay in your lane. A hundred percent. And simple doesn't mean uh, empty. Yeah. (laughs) Simple can be really full and really rich and really deep. I guess that's the challenge. Like when you're writing a book like that is how can I make it deep, but also not overly complicated so that it's confusing or disheartening even. For example, I don't believe in lucky and unlucky numbers. I think that's a load of rub, like just rubbish. Agreed. The cards you were dealt, make the most of them. You can make the most of them. You don't have to feel like any number and planet that you've got is anything less than a gift, right? So, you know, things like that, how to, you know, be encouraging uh, and supportive as well, as opposed to, yeah, sort of like focusing on aspects that, might not be helpful. Does that make sense? I think there's a magic in something that can be understood simply, but as you put it, that there's still depth in it. Because there's a lot of man-made systems out there to help us to understand our personality. But sometimes I feel that they fall short on the depth there. It's kind of like, oh, you're this, let's put you in this box. 
Whereas there needs to be something that you can digest and understand. But then a client that was on the podcast previously, we were talking about this very subject. I always say, how deep you do you want to go? And she said, no, sometimes I think it's, what are you ready for? And I really love that with anything that's simple, but has depth because you need to be able to like tap into it, but keep revisiting it to keep layering it, to really like absorb it, embody it and experience it. Yes. And that's why I put things like meditations and essential oils that match the number and planet and other little extra bits of information that might be too much information to start off with, but you go back and you look at it later as well, or, or you see other people and you look at your friend who's, who's, you know, a sixth foundation and they've got that Venus energy and you're like, oh my God, yes, like a hundred percent. She loves her flowers and she loves this and she loves that. You see that come through in other people. And I wanted it to be a discovery of more than just numbers and like categorizing people into personality type. You can look at things that way, but I also like to think that these things, you know, our astro placements, our numerology numbers and planets and all of that are beautiful signs pointing us in the direction of how we can go deeper in life and, you know, get a bit more fulfillment out of it by connecting with what is close to our essence. So divine, like so divine. What's your big three? Can you share with us some of your natal chart and number insights? Yes. So you'll totally recognize this straight away as soon as I say it. I am a Taurus sun and I am a Scorpio rising. (laughs) So that's why I love my spirituality to be like deep, but also simple and chic. (laughs) Aesthetic much? Aesthetic, yeah, yeah. My moon is a Libra. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so that's probably why I just really like to connect with people and explain things that you know you know in a way that's like I'm your friend (laughs) yeah oh always love it like Libra Libra moon you got to keep your loved ones close by it's just vibey vibey chats yes I love my people and I love people just generally but you know I, I think the Scorpio in me also likes to be a bit of a loner doing my own thing you know <laughs> doing my own thing being like just being quiet by myself and working and all that and then I'm like here you go I want to share this now <laughs> where did that come from well you know the last 10 years <laughs> I've been in the trenches, like underneath, digging beneath the surface. And here I am, I'm ready to flourish and bloom. Exactly. And my numerology, my top three. So my foundation is a Mars because I was born on a Tuesday. So that's why I'm really direct. And I really like to get moving. (laughs) I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And my personality is an eight, which is ruled by Saturn. So that's also probably why I like things to be really practical and grounded and real and like usable and all of that kind of stuff when it comes to this kind of work. I don't know. Every person with Saturn heavily, like either in their astro or numerology, is always someone who's been through the alchemical fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I used to kind of resent my Saturn vibe a little bit, but I'm I'm learning to love it and 
work with it and use the good things about it like discipline and being able to like sustain myself through limitation and like growing into the old soul vibe um and then my destiny which is like your life path number a lot of people think of it as life path but I like the word destiny more is Jupiter so all about expansion baby (laughs) oh about growth. I love that. That's so beautiful. What an amazing combination as well. Like you've got the action in there, the energy, the movement, but then you've also got, I always think like Saturn's like the scaffolding on a building. It's there to strengthen you as you rebuild. <laughs> Not that the rebuilding process is exciting. I was born on a Saturday, which is a Saturn day. So I get it. So that's your um, motivation. Yeah. And so relentless, I resonate with what you said, like leaning into working with it and not resenting it essentially. And welcoming the wisdom that comes with every challenge and that ability was something that's always stuck with me is the understanding of Saturn as the healer. Mm. Oh, nice. And, and that beautiful energy of healing doesn't happen without everything it took to get there yeah I I always think of with every challenge that comes in life I've had heaps of them I'm not gonna lie there's always this opportunity for healing and, and understanding and growth and wisdom and then you can use that to bring some healing benefit hopefully to other people as well yeah I love that. It's such a beautiful interpretation as well because Saturn, like some of the other planets, gets a bit of a bad rap. When I say Saturn in a reading with someone, I go, oh, you've got an eight here and that's Saturn. And they're always like, no, Saturn gives you strength. Saturn gives you wisdom. Saturn gives you discipline. It means that you're a serious person who can get things done. Saturn is is the healer you know it's a gift Mm. I love it I love it I'm popping in with a quick public service announcement and that is the most important part of the cosmic hotline is you have an astrology question you need answered nothing is off limits whether it's a question about your natal chart the 411 on mercury retrograde or what is the significance of a particular transit or activation? Submit your question today with no strings attached or select the option to have your question answered live, just like an astrology session I'd have with a client. Text or call 04317 Venus or submit your question via the show notes below. I always think of the the number eight, which is Saturn's number and the symbol of eight which is that infinite loop what goes around comes around and there is always the light and it's funny you say that about the gratitude thing because I so get that at age 30 I had a cancer diagnosis and went through absolute hell and at the same time my mum was also passing away so I got a second chance at life just as my mother was leaving her life and so it was this whole intense 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 time but the gifts that I received from going through that if if I was asked the question would you give it back to have not gone through that I don't know like yes it was extremely hard and of course I still live today with the the ramifications of that period of my life and it wasn't the only struggle but it's the most dramatic right it's the most dramatic thing that I can think of to illustrate that point but it is a blessing sometimes to go through hard times and 
something that gave me a lot of strength during that time was spirituality and that went from everything to affirmations, working with brilliant healers. I worked with a woman called Judy Timperan and did EFT, like the tapping. Amazing. Getting into my numerology and doing my oracle stuff and meditating and writing down. All those little practices were so nourishing to me in that time and reading books that were spiritually nourishing and nurturing to me really helped me to get through. That's where I think this kind of work that we do and that kind of information that's out there you don't need money to access the information either thanks to the internet it's supportive and it helps you to stay I guess connected to connected to yourself when you're going through tough times and I think that's what's so healing about that kind of stuff is to be able to get in touch with yourself helps you to stand up against whatever you're dealing with and helps you with that resilience and that's what I love about that kind of information and work and those traditions and all those things. I mean, there's a smorgasbord of stuff out there. Grab whatever you want. So we've got a Libra new moon on the horizon and we are so lucky because you're going to be giving us the numbers and insights into what we can expect and how to best utilize this energy. Yeah, so it's pretty exciting and I love that the overall number for the day that the new moon is on, which is the 26th of September, is actually a five, which is ruled by Mercury. The new moon falls on the Monday. So Monday is the day of the moon. Monday is ruled by number two, which is ruled by the moon. So you've got, you know, a new moon on, on the moon day. <laughs> and then you've got a Mercury retrograde on a Mercury new moon. Emotions and thoughts is the first thing that <laughs> comes to my mind. Thoughts a lot of emotions and thoughts it's funny because we've talked about the energy of Saturn quite a bit the 26th is a Saturn day because two plus six becomes eight so that energy is tapping into it too and we also talked about you know connecting to yourself right through this kind of work and that energy is really in there with the new moon as well we're in a sixth year 2022 two plus two plus two becomes six six is ruled by venus everyone automatically thinks oh love and romance and like sexy times and you know rumpy pumpy right but <laughs> venus is so much more than that and the higher version of venus as you'll know is I love myself so I can experience love from others and so I can love others. Venus's higher version of love is self-love as well as connection to divinity, God, goddess, whatever you want to call it, Mother Earth, up to you. Pick and, pick and mix, right? So this overall theme of 2022 is really about balancing yeah balancing love the love I have and give to myself the love I have and give to others the love I have and give to I don't know what do you call it I'll just call it divine the divine let's call it the divine because that's an easy one to say whatever you feel it is that's all right just because I say it doesn't mean it's right for you but that's that's what comes to my mind so all of that connection with love and what I give and all of that is also about what I receive this new moon is really focusing on connection to self and we're talking about with mercury and mercury retrograde happening with this new moon communication self-talk 
self-talk and how you talk to the universe, how you talk to the divine, how you talk to, yeah, because we're going to go higher. We're going to go higher than human relationships here with this new moon. We're going to shift to a relationship with everything. So how I talk to myself and how I talk to the divine, the universe, whatever, is in focus. When it comes to this kind of stuff, I feel it's unhelpful to monitor your every thought with a critical eye of like, I'm thinking the wrong thoughts, you know, I'm lowering my vibration, right? Like it's okay to have bad thoughts and negative thoughts and stressful thoughts, like that's part of life. But we just want to draw our attention to what do I say about myself? What do I say to myself about myself? What do I say about myself to other people? What do I say about myself to the world, the universe, right? This self-talk is really important with the new moon. So anything you want to shift around that, this is a nice fresh starting point. New moon's always a fresh starting point. If you've noticed that lately, I've actually noticed that I've been a little bit critical on my body. I'm not feeling so great on one day or I feel like I'm not looking so great. So the self-talk is coming through on that level. That's actually probably happening for quite a few people in the lead up to this moon because of the Venus influence. And Venus does love to look good and feel good. Yeah, but we don't want to go too perfectionist about this stuff. It's it's okay to be a bit saggy. <laughs> you can still be beautiful and have a little, little saggy waggy going on, right? It's okay. So negative self-talk, notice it and choose to say something as a counter to that. If you find yourself saying something crappy about yourself or thinking something crappy about yourself, you know, give yourself an opposite, yeah? Take the medicine of, of the opposite of it as well. Like, okay, I don't feel that great about myself today, but I've got great hair or I've got beautiful hands or something nice, right? Be nice. Be nice to yourself. Yep, it helps you to be nice to other people. And when you're nice to other people, you're creating good, good, good karma towards yourself, good vibes towards yourself. And even then, not even about yourself, you're creating a positive chain reaction in the world. Saturn, the 26th, the 8th. So 8 is ruled by Saturn. This is a healing moment. So with this new moon, I wouldn't be all about starting some grand plan in the physical world. I would be all about starting a grand plan of being kind to yourself, connecting in with your heart and what your heart wants rather than like what capitalism tells you you should want because what's more important, um, impressing other people or impressing yourself? <laughs> I'll go with the impressing myself. <laughs> yeah, it feels better. Yeah. It doesn't rely on anyone else. So, you know, connecting with the, the thoughts, feelings, things, people, activities, that bring you in an even better connection with like the universe, the divine, that good feeling stuff is really what we all need right now. I mean, it's been a hell of a couple of years. So this yeah. moon is a beautiful opportunity to do that and give yourself that, give yourself that gift. And that's really healing. Healing doesn't have to be this like difficult journey. It can be a journey of pleasure. Give me all the pleasure, please. I'm here for a yeah. healing journey full of pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> yes. How nice does that feel? 
you know, there's an elegance to that as well of like 2022, we've got to reconnect with enjoying ourselves. We're also here to enjoy ourselves. We're not just here to work hard. We're not just here to learn. So many spiritual people say that all the time. You're just here to learn. You're here to learn. You're here to learn. Like, yes, we're here to learn, but we're also here to experience. We're also here to live and be alive and feel alive. And it doesn't always have to be like constantly picking yourself apart and like you're not an endless self-improvement project, you know. So I think this new moon is a really nice opportunity to remember other reasons why you're here, like enjoyment. I just feel like this Mercury retrograde is a really nice moment to revisit how, you know, you're loving yourself in life and how much you're loving life. And if you're not loving life, that's okay. But give yourself the medicine of some things that you actually do love and that you actually do enjoy. Like it's okay to spend a day reading a novel and drink a bottle of wine. Who cares? Enjoy. September is a change of season month too. So on that physical level with the new moon, with the health, health factor of the healing energy of the number eight with the Saturn everything in moderation so you know if you're wanting to be healthy all the healthy things in moderation if you're going to enjoy and indulge a little bit that's also okay in moderation when it's not healthy is when you beat yourself up over it we want to avoid extremes when it comes to the physical body especially when it comes to things like diet and stuff like that as you go through a change of season your body often needs a little bit of extra support so like it's a good time for your herbal tonics and your herbal teas and stuff like that to just support you wherever you're at physically whatever level of health you're at you can always support yourself in a really nice gentle way so yes do eat your greens and have your green juice alongside your glass of wine just don't base your worthiness on the green juice and definitely drink the wine because <laughs> then yeah exactly everything in everything in moderation saturn loves to balance and libra loves to balance so you've got these two energies of like we want things to be nice and even stevens first question is from emily and she asks what's the deal with lucky numbers minus three I'm a Sagittarius and I've heard this is a lucky number for Sag. That's interesting. Okay. So Emily, that's so funny because we were talking about lucky numbers before. So I sort of don't believe in them. (laughs) Great. Love. So good. I don't believe in them. What I think is if you think it's a lucky number, then it is because you'll put that intention and energy into it, right? And that's how magic works. If you believe something is is a certain way your energy sort of develops that right so three I think you'll love this three is ruled by the planet Jupiter and what is Sagittarius exactly Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter and Emily just had a session with me the other day so she'll be all across this now how cool is that so naturally what's happening there is that you're drawn to the energy of the number that reflects your own personal energy. And that makes it lucky for you. That makes it positive for you. My advice around that is look at what Jupiter means, what Jupiter is all about, and the number three, what that means, what's what it's all about. Keep that stuff, I guess, in the forefront of your mind a little bit too, but also work with those energies. Right? If Jupiter is about expansion and personal growth, 
and you're really drawn to that, work with that Jupiter energy, travel, explore, read, like get into whatever it is that makes you feel that you're growing because Jupiter loves to grow. So you want to grow in areas that feel good for you. And that's how it becomes lucky because you focus on what lifts you up. I think of what makes your cells sing, you know, all the little cells in your body when you're doing something that you really love and enjoy. You're like, ah, this is so great. That's a real Jupiter vibe. This question comes from Danielle and her question is how to translate numerology when you hate numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, honey, don't hate numbers. Numbers love you, even if you don't love them back. (laughs) How to translate numerology if you hate numbers. I think for that sort of thing, you know, really like, I mean, I don't know, my philosophy of numerology is just keep it simple. So look at look at the numbers of your date of birth. Look at that. Like if you were born on the 7th, look at the number 7 and what it means on a spiritual level. And I think that will give you that connection and that love to that number. I think that's a nice way of doing it. I don't think you need to read a bunch of complicated stuff and overly delve into it on a on a really intense level because sometimes it can feel a bit overwhelming that's one of the reasons why I don't focus on the numbers that connect to the letters of a person's name because there's so many of them and it becomes a bit to me and this is just my opinion like lots of numerologists work with the letters of a person's name and and they're super love it love it love it and that's 100% spot on for them but I find translating a whole name is a lot to deal with all at once and I find that overwhelming full disclosure I'm also dyslexic so that adds another layer of anxiety for me when it comes to that so I think you know looking at numerology just look at your basic stuff look at your basic stuff add up just the numbers of your date of birth together until you get that single number that life path that destiny number look at that number learn about that and that might give you a bit of love for numerology without making it feel like you're beating yourself over the head with a calculator And our final question, this question comes from Suman and he is a Scorpio and he was born on the 9th of November, 1993. He was wondering if he has a lucky number. (laughs) Everyone's about (laughs) luck. Everyone's about luck on the cosmic whole line. (laughs) Well, I mean, I would say all your numerology numbers are going to be, you know, a little bit special for you. You were born on the 9th of the 11th, 1993. So let's just look at your destiny number because that'll be nice and simple. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to add up the nine, the one, the one, the one, the nine, the nine, the three all together. I'll just double check that, that that's right. Nine, 10, 19, yeah, 33. So six is your destiny number, often also called life path number. Six is ruled by Venus, beautiful, beautiful Venus. What I would say is instead of thinking about love, because that can feel a bit limiting, thinking about the six and what that can mean for you. Venus is a is like higher, higher, higher version of Venus is love and union with the divine. So mystical, spiritual stuff. You're a Scorpio, so you're going to be into all your mystical, spiritual stuff. That's going to be super food for your heart and your soul in life. That stuff, in that way, that brings luck because it brings happiness, right? What is luck? Luck is happiness when we feel happy. Six, Venus also must give love to other people. So you need to have 
your friends around, your family around, the people that you love. And if they're not around, you know, if let's say you live in another state or whatever from your main family or your main people, you know, getting out there, socialising, being with people, connecting with people brings joy to the six. Joy is luck, right? Um, and creativity, creativity, beauty, making beautiful things, enjoying beautiful things, like from food to a great pair of shoes, whatever floats your boat, that gives a six bliss. That's also what I consider to be luck. So like including those things in your life will be lucky for you because they're going to resonate with your natural vibration and give you happiness. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope you feel inspired and empowered to navigate this Libra new moon with some celestial and cosmic numerology vibes. I'll be back next week and I will be answering your questions. It's been a couple of weeks since I've jumped on my mic and given you some insights to your astrology questions. So remember, if you haven't submitted a question, it's not too late. Please submit your question by either text or calling the Cosmic Hotline or submitting your question via the show notes below. I'll see you next week, babes.